This is Bucks Breakfast. Let's take a closer look then at today's front pages. Jonathan, what's caught your eye this morning? Well, I would like to start with uh, just an overview of uh, all the papers, or most of them, and uh, yet another insight into the dictionary that uh, newspaper editors use, which obviously includes a definition of the word exclusive that is not available to normal human beings, because the Express uh, have Pretty Patel uh, announcing plans to turn back uh, migrants. Exclusive. Funnily enough, the word exclusive also appears on the same story in The Sun. And it's also covered in The Telegraph, The Guardian, The Times, and pretty much every other news outlet. So what's exclusive about it, I'd like to know. Mm. You have to turn to the inside pages of The Express and The Sun and the like to find out what they regard as being exclusive. Or maybe when they wrote it, they thought they were the only ones who were covering it? Maybe? I, I don't know. I don't. It depends whether there was a press conference or not, I guess. If there's any Maybe. quotes in there at all, then there has to have been a press conference or a, a press release. Maybe they're issuing a different quotation to each paper. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of, that they got hold of a civil servant or somebody who agreed to only talk to them. Yeah. The fact that they're talking about exactly the same thing as another civil servant on the next desk is talking about to another yeah. newspaper makes no difference. It's still an exclusive. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Um, another story which is across all the front pages is, of course, the vote in the House of Commons last night um, for the tax rises uh, to pay for the NHS and social care crisis. Um, and uh, then... You know, it blood boils, doesn't it, when you read that uh, they're going to set up some new integrated care boards and they're going to be hiring 42 new chief executives on an average salary of 270k. Um, this takes up nine million pounds out of that budget. I, I know it's a drop in the ocean, but it's just the concept of setting up another level of bureaucracy. Now, I know. Integrating the NHS and uh, the care sector is an enormous job. It needs to be done. We will benefit as a society um, from integrating the two. But do we need more bureaucrats? Why can't they have a shuffle internally and find the people with the right knowledge and put them in charge? Because mm. they're the ones at the coalface. They know what's, what's what, don't they? Didn't the Prime Minister specifically address this when he made the... Um well, it wasn't even the announcement. It was the pre-announcement. Was it Monday? Mm. Uh, and he, and he said this this money will not be going to um, boost m uh, middle management salaries. <laughs> well, these are these are mm. senior management, of course. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. that makes all the difference. Yeah, it does. does it? Yeah. Can I bring to your attention probably the most fundamental news that is going to happen today? It's on the front page of The Telegraph, mm. and this is going to strike a real chord with people of a certain age and a certain background. Marks and Spencer is bringing back the St. Michael brand. Is it really? <gasps> I knew you'd say that. Yeah. To that effect. What's the justification for that then? Well, I'm not entirely sure. Apparently they scrapped it in 2000 um, because uh, they, they saw it as being holding them back because they'd had a huge slump in profits over mm. the turn of the millennium. And um, um, Marks and Spencers, let's face it, do have this little image problem of being slightly fuddy-duddy. So I wonder if they're actually now going to just say, yes, we're fuddy-duddy and we're proud of it. Well, <laughs> I don't I, know. I, now, I... I don't know if I'm correct on this, but I've just got a little inkling that the St. Michael brand was for things that were made in Britain. Oh, 
That's possible, isn't it? It's possible, um, and I need to go away and double-check that. I'm sure that's what it used to be in the good old days, because they used to pride themselves on things. You just said good old days, didn't you? I'm showing my age, aren't I? (laughs) As the wise man said, these are the good old days. Wait and see. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, Another one on the front of the Telegraph this morning is uh, a column inside on page, I haven't got my glasses on, I think it's page 10, super immunity. Who has it and how do you get it? That's uh, a worthy Mm. read this morning, I think. I might go out and buy the Telegraph for that one. That's the first time I've heard that word, super immunity. Are they talking about COVID or are they talking about a more general thing that makes you less likely to get things? I, I, I don't know, but uh, there's a, a great um, uh, image just below that headline, which I think is connected. It's it's a parody of the Superman ripping apart his shirt to reveal the S logo type thing. Yeah. So basically, I suppose, how do you get it, super immunity? Well, you just find a phone box. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Which could good. be difficult these days, couldn't it? <laughs> it could be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes. Uh, in the Times, here's a good conjunction. I'm not entirely sure if um, anybody at the Times made the connection here. Uh, but um, across the top, they've got what looks like uh, a slightly um, uh, uh, superficial thing. Are you a snob? Take our socially acceptable test. Mm. And a picture of uh, a la- lady in an evening gown and a man in top hat and tails. Okay, so yeah, it's the time, so maybe they're poking fun slightly at themselves there. But then if you look down and to the right, down the right-hand side of the front page, KPMG aims for a third of its staff to be working class. Now, is that a snobbish headline or what? Well, that's a very good point. Well made. It's probably a very good and very effective and and very relevant story. Yeah. But it's just a headline. Yeah. In conjunction with that other thing just next to it. Well, wouldn't it be interesting to be a fly on the wall in in an interview, for example? You know, so, uh, okay then, young lady, you know, tell me what you know about mergers and acquisitions. Um, Now, tell me, what do you call the smallest room in the house? And (laughs) what do you call the item of furniture that you sit on to watch the TV in the evenings. Yes, what's your <laughs> evening meal called? Yeah. And, and, and Well, that's probably the sort of thing they're asking in this socially acceptable test, yes. which is in Times 2, so that is more of a, the sort of magazine thing rather than the hard news. But, um, you know, fair enough, they can perfectly entitled to do that, and uh, the story about KPMG is, um, is a, an acceptable story. It's just putting the two together yeah. with that headline that really got to my attention there (laughs) but maybe that's the intention to make you think oh that and that right i'll look at both of those yes maybe it's more subtle than we think (laughs) um turning to the sun next and uh, they're the only one running this story this morning churchill charity wipes iconic pm from own site and their headline (laughs) our wokest (laughs) hour and a picture of uh, winnie there sticking two fingers up um but, you know, a charity that is set up to honour Sir Winston Churchill um, has changed its name and erased him totally from its website. It's no, just... it hasn't. Well, that's what it says on the front of the sun. I know, yes. Well, the sun obviously didn't look at the website then. I did. Uh, I googled the Churchill Fellowship. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't take very long 
to find a page called Our Story. And what it says is, the Churchill Fellowship was set up after the death of Sir Winston Churchill in 1965 by a nation grateful for his wartime leadership. That is not erasing him. He didn't found it. He never knew about it. It mm. was started after he died. Mm. And it's still doing, by all, uh, all accounts, uh, some fantastic work. What's the story so, then? What, the story is presumably that they've taken a picture of him off the homepage or something. Yeah. I don't know. If I'd looked at uh, this, if I'd known they were going to do it, I could have looked at this uh, website yesterday mm. <laughs> and seen whether it's changed or maybe it changed uh, quite a while ago and the sun have just picked up on it. Yeah. I don't know. But certainly to say that um, they've erased him from their history, which is sort of what the sun is implying, yeah. not entirely accurate. Well, good, good, good. Where are you taking us next, JP? I'm taking you to the eye next, and uh, at the bottom of the uh, the front page on the eye, pointing us to uh, something inside, McDonald's serves a vegan burger. This is apparently hot news. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the first time they've done it. I don't know. I mean, I know they, they've done veggie burgers for a long time, and I have to say that um, I find them peculiarly tasteless. Mm. But maybe the vegan one will be uh, better. I don't know. I mean, it's achieved the, in, uh, the intention, which is to make me think, all right, next time I see a McDonald's, I'll go and ask for a vegan burger. Yeah. But meanwhile, see page nine of the eye to find out exactly what that's about. And what's in the burger, of course. Well, yes. And but what's... then McDonald's have always been slightly reticent about what's in their meat burgers. Yes. Well, let's not go there. But let's but, not. But the diff- you know, what's the difference between the vegetarian burger and the vegan burger? What have they taken out of the vegetarian burger um, to make the vegan burger? And will it be more tasty? Only you can tell us that, JP. That's your homework for tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, last one from me then, going back to the Telegraph, and I couldn't resist Matt's cartoon this morning. It's a picture of uh, two women, uh, two, I don't know, elderly women having a chat. One says to the other, my husband still thinks the Tories are a low-tax party. Might be time for him to go into a home. (laughs) <laughs> nice one. Uh, last one from me in the star. A couple of things. First off, seriously, uh, they've got a picture of Michael Schumacher with presumably his wife and uh, Shuey. Does anybody call him Shuey? No. Apart from the Daily Star? No, I shouldn't think so. Not the same man, mm. quote unquote. Not really surprising given what happened, Mm. but um, it's still very, very sad. See page 11 for the full details of the star. But, uh, Pip, you mentioned the main headline in the star, TB or not TB, that is the question, which is good enough in its own. That's a fairly good pun, given that it's actually quite a a controversial story. But have you seen the bit across the top as well? I've just seen it. (laughs) Was was it alpaca lies? Oh, Oh, nice one, the star. Very good, very good. (laughs) And those are today's front pages. Thank you, sir. This is Bucks Breakfast.